Once upon a time, in a faraway land, I woke up and realized, I am going to be a dentist. Said like no one ever. These are the real stories, not fairy tales, as we go behind the smiles. This is a podcast where we interview and chat with some of the biggest leaders in dentistry, learn their stories, and share their motivation with your host, Dr. Gina Dorfman. This is a special two-part episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Yappy, an automated paperless software for dentists and their teams. Learn more at yappyapp.com. Some people are really offended and get upset. Um but I kind of feel like, does it really matter anymore? Like, you know, is it going to bother you in like another month that somebody called you a dental assistant or it's annoying. It is because of the profiling. Uh, But if you're facing that situation, I would just make, you know, a comment like, no, I'm the doctor or, you know, and just correct them politely um, and move on. I mean, I don't think that there's any other way to go about it. Uh, I would just say, that I'm a doctor, or this is my practice, here's my card, or whatever it is. I think it just depends on the situation. I love what you just said, because I think that, um, you know, these people are operating within their own limits, not yours. And that's right. what you have to keep, it, you know, that's what you need to remember. It's not about me, it's about them. It's their limits, not mine. Right. Because as we already said, it doesn't happen as much in LA, it doesn't happen as much in Chicago because we, you know, we are in a community that, you know, has a lot of female leaders. Um and and um um you know, and if we are exposed to someone who hasn't seen that, it's their limitations and, and not ours. And and I am very proud of the fact that we're able to um show something different to our kids and, and teach them that they have no limits. And I think that's, you know, of course I want to teach the same to my son, but to be the role model for my daughter is probably the most important thing that I'm ever going to get to do as a mom. Um, I want to go back to something we talked a little bit um, before is let's talk about your book. Awesome. I will talk. Okay. So it's amazing what has happened over the past like year and a half, two years. Um, Just one thing led to another everything it was like a snowball effect like and I felt like I was being like pulled into the vortex and people are like how did you do that and it's like when opportunity presented itself I just took it and ran with it and um it takes a lot of time but it's not difficult and one of the proudest accomplishments other than the Facebook group was this book or is this book um you know it's about juggling family and your career and um it's on Amazon. I had written most of it, like 80% of it before I started the Facebook group. And it was just for me to put things on paper for my own legacy. I wasn't trying to become like New York Times bestseller. I'm not Michelle Obama. It was more just something I want to do for myself <laughs> again to my kids. But then when I opened the Facebook group, I met so many just badass moms like yourself that I'm like, I really need to invite everybody else to come into this and join me and write their perspective um, because there's so much information that we can share to help other people. And it's not just my perspective. You know, I think that two heads are better than one. So why not compile all these women that I've met in the group that have shared so much information 
uh, into this book. And so, you know, the, the title of your chapter was Make Your Own Magic. And that yeah. is so special to me, you know, because we are doers. You know, we don't just sit there and say, oh, we just got lucky. You know, we do the work. We roll up our sleeves. We create our own magic. We make things happen. And I think that's really important to send that message, especially to other women saying, we didn't just sit idly by. We didn't just, you know, make let our husbands create things for us or our friends. We did the work ourselves. You know, we sought it out. We were resourceful. And to the world, it may look effortless, but it took a lot of effort to get what we have right now. Um, so information, uh, other chapters in the book are, are different uh, titles and different areas of life, like don't burn any bridges, or, you know, things like that. And I feel like um, if there are a lot of women out there that are not moms yet, that this book is a gem. Lots of pearls in there. I would make it mandatory reading in dental school. Like if you're a woman and you think you're going to be a mom at some point, you need to read the book. <laughs> like I, I think that there's so much great info in there. You're absolutely right. It's one of those books, you know, you can go ahead and just, you know, get a glass of wine and sit down and read it from cover to cover. But you can also have it on your, you know, uh, night table and just read a little bit at a time because every paragraph is ripe with information and and you know it's one of those books you can just like you know get a highlighter and highlight something and then implement it you know it's it's yeah. a doing book and I appreciate what you just what you said so much because and I actually you know it's funny because I didn't know what the name of my chapter is going to be and when I first read the book and it, it said, make your magic. It was just so perfect because, you know, for years when people ask me like, oh, how did you do this? How did you, you know, and I always said, I am so, so lucky because, and then I explained how, you know, I got so lucky. And recently I started to, and even when I have guests on this podcast where they're like, well, I got really lucky because I found this location or I got really lucky because I hired those great people or I got really lucky because I, you know, opened my practice in whatever year. And, you know, we all, we're all, all very lucky. I mean, I was born in a great family and I moved to United States when I was 16. Definitely components to my story that are pure luck, like just being um, able to have this all those opportunities being, you know, living in this amazing country. But, but really, most of it was, was trial and error and just and, mm -hmm. and pushing hard. And there are components that are pure luck. But, but for the most part, it's really, it, it's doing things and what looks like a bunch of good decisions is really just a bunch of right. decisions <laughs> you know some of them were bad right. you know they're just not part of, of the course. story that i wrote i mean there are people that are born in, in circumstances circumstances that are not very good like oh both parents are in jail but they got themselves through college they got themselves through dental school or law school and they're successful so even if you're dealt a bad hand you are in charge of your destiny. You can make anything happen. Um, why not? Why can't you? I mean, 
were born here or you moved here, we're in this land of opportunity. Uh, doesn't matter if you're, you know, Korean, Russian, or German or French. Everyone has um, a chance to make it. And sure, it helps if you have a good family and support because it's a lot easier. But I definitely think that there are some people who even not in good circumstance can make it. Make the most of what you have and go from there. They're inspirational because typically when we have a conversation about luck, we're not having a conversation with someone who is, uh, you know, um, in a really desperate situation. Usually this is a conversation with someone who is, you know, maybe practicing just down the street from us and, and really does have access to the same resources and, and they just don't see it as a resource. Um, I remember a few years ago, well, I, I think it was more than a few years ago, but I was at a um, uh, uh, the best dental seminar ever. Uh, that's the name of the <laughs> seminar, the best dental seminar ever. And they had a guest, a young lady, uh, that uh, actually ended up homeless at one point. Um, I think her parents were um, addicted to drugs and they lost their home. And um, if I remember correctly, at some point they were living out of a storage unit and then eventually even that was gone. Um, so she found herself on the street and, um, and then she ended up in Harvard. And the story was called uh, Homeless to Harvard. And I just remember sitting there for two hours during that presentation. And I had my entire team with me at that point, at, at that time, like all of my employees were next to me. And I just cried, sobbed through the whole two hours, um, thinking about what this uh, young lady had to overcome and, and how hard she fought and, and where she ended up. My eyes were puffy. And, and I just remember like looking at my staff thinking, they probably think that I am <laughs> this lunatic <laughs> because <laughs> nobody else cried. Because we know, we know, <laughs> we, we empathize like how much work it takes how hard it takes like nothing in life that is worthwhile is easy um okay so i want to talk to you about your uh, uh community you have a membership i decided to offer the group a paid membership which includes a lot of different resources but more than that because of the work, like the amount of work that I put into it, I need people to help me to do the work now. So I have a team of four people that help moderate the, um, you know, and vet the group, help me to put events together, help me to do the podcast, help me to do the webinars. Um, you know, all of this I have to pay, you know, um, and I was paying them through my dental payroll. I decided that, okay, if you're a, a paid member, your money is helping me to cultivate this group and also pay the staff. And I was paying money out of my own pocket for this. And it got to the point where it was, it was too much. Like I couldn't, like I'm paying, you know, um, $10,000 a month now just for payroll. And the amount, but people don't realize how much time and work it takes to put together, um, you know, all these things. And now that we're a big group, we do have group purchasing power. And so we can get some good deals on really expensive equipment, dental supplies, 
Um, and we've also put together a like it's not a it's not a HR handbook, but it's more like a business handbook and templates for business owners to use, such as like paid time off requests, like putting it in paper or um, employee reviews or copies of associate contracts or things that doctors or business owners want more uh, templates and paperwork. And, and we also have some clinical like consent forms. Um, and we put that all together and even non-dental, like the nanny, <clears throat> like a nanny contract or a personal assistant contract. So it's all in there. And those forms, I mean, from the older doctors that I've heard from, they're like, the price of membership is worth just those forms. So we put together those, those resources for the group and um, the webinars have really taken off. We do two webinars a month. And we are looking into producing more webinars because um, they're so popular. So Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, one hour, if it's clinical or um, CE relatable, I am credentialed now to offer CE. So for paid members, you're getting free CE. You get to watch in your own home on the computer after the kids are in bed. Uh, so it's been... Uh, huge, it's been huge. It's been very well received. Um, and the live events, you know, are so fun. You came to the September one, you spoke there, you're going to be speaking at our second social summit in September in New Orleans. We're expecting the double amount. So last September, we had 100. And this September, we're expecting 200. And we have, wow. such, yeah, we have great speakers lined up. It's a day and a half. It's going to be so much fun. We're organizing even like a New Orleans parade afterwards. We'll have our own parade with drinks. Um, we'll have like the, yeah, we're going to, we're going to have like a beignet station. Um, we want to have a mimosa station. Um, we're going to have selfie stations. I mean, I am trying to breathe new life into these stuffy dental meetings and I'm trying to bring more creativity, more energy and what's so fun about these live events, um, we just had a clinical event April 4th and 5th. Um, we had it at Bisco, and there were 55 doctors. And it was like, like you said, we meet online, and now we meet face-to-face, -face and it's so much fun. And even if you don't come with anyone, you don't bring a friend, you instantly make friends because you converse with these people online on Facebook. So... The energy is so wonderful, um, and that's what I love about this group, that I moderate it pretty hard. I kick people out that are rude and obnoxious and don't add any value, um, and I, I, I'm i not sorry for that, that's for sure. Um, well, you're a tough cookie. You are a tough so, cookie. <laughs> <laughs> you with an iron <laughs> which is great, which is great because... That's what makes the group unique, and that's what you know. People really open up and share a lot, and and uh, I mean, you're right. It takes a lot of time to moderate. Um, it takes a lot of time to uh, you know vet people, and uh, and but I, I can't imagine um, you know all the amount of work that you do. Your your meetings are just so much fun and you know the information is incredible I've learned so much at the last yes I was a presenter at your meeting but I also learned a lot 
Um, but it's, it's, it's that sense of just really belonging and, and being part of this amazing community and, and just having fun. You know, when I, I go to a lot of meetings because, you know, that's what I, you know, that's my work. Right. <laughs> um, right. So I'm in a lot of meetings, but there are not a lot of women out there. Uh, we're half of the profession, but we're not represented at meetings because um, a lot of meetings are not really geared to what, you know, to us really. Mm-hmm. And also mm-hmm. because, you know, it's hard for us to leave the, um, the family and, and, you know, we are already leaving the family when we go to work. And then when we go right. home, we are leaving the office. So compared mm-hmm. to our male counterparts, when we go to CEs, it's better count because we're leaving both. <laughs> you know, we're leaving right. the office, we're leaving the family and, and right. it, it has to count. And it, and your meeting is one of those, uh, meetings that that counts, you know, because it's fun, it's educational, and there's so much camaraderie, and there's so much, um, you know, just you know, being part of of this incredible community, and and and, but it's also um, it's also unique because things like where else can you get a beignet and a mimosa? <laughs> right. So exactly, but it, it, and and the thing is, um, a lot of my team members they don't need all this stuff. You know, they don't need the paperwork. They don't need the CE. They don't need the, you know, podcast, but they become paid members because they want to support this movement. They want to support the event. They want to support the, the space and they want to support my staff that's creating, helping create this space. Um, so I'm very thankful for the small group of women that um, are paid members that understand the, the mission, you know, like I, um, I just want to bring moms together because you're right. We leave our families we, and it's got to count. If we're leaving our home and taking the time to go somewhere, like it, it's kind of like a girl's trip, you know, and who better to understand you than another mom and dentist in business? Because for me, even my friends who are in business, they never truly understand what I'm going through they don't understand what it means when my compressor goes down and I'm losing production for the day. They don't know what it means if my um, pediatric patient just bit down on my $10,000 sensor and broke it. You know, they don't understand what it means when my office manager tells me that she's moving back home to San Antonio and she was with me 10 years. You know, like, these are things that only your colleagues that are in the same exact position as you understand. So um, that's what makes it special. And, and part of it, frankly, some of the women are like, we like this. We like this kind of like club because you don't let everybody in. And who doesn't want to belong? You know, yeah, like no one wants to belong to a club that everybody can join, right? So there is a portion <laughs> of exclusivity. Um, and I'm not trying to be a snob about it. I'm just saying that we're, I'm just making sure that it's a good fit, that, that the Facebook group isn't diluted. And we don't lose our brand um, if I let in people that are bullies or if I let in dental consultants or, um, you know, people that are trying to just constantly sell stuff. You know, like there are a lot of dentists who don't practice dentistry anymore, but they sell whatever. I, I, you know, there's so many people that sell stuff that, 
like I, if I look at their Facebook profile and their first title says Rodan and Fields consultant, and then underneath it, it says dentist. I, I don't let them in. <laughs> you know, I want everybody in, in the world is selling Rodan and Fields, but if that's the first title on your Facebook profile, then you're not a good fit for us. And no offense to Rodan and Fields. I use it. You know, my cousin sells it and she's an optometrist. Um, but I, I want people in the group that are still practicing, that are relevant, that have something to add. I guess sometimes I get friend requests and, you know, before I accept anyone as a friend, even if the name sounds familiar, sometimes I check out their profile and anyone who, whose profile starts with, I help dentists with, is automatically rejected. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, like, unless I actually, unless you are like a physical friend of mine, like I can hug you and I want to hug you, I'm not accepting a friend request for, from anyone who's Helping, helping dentists with whatever. Maybe I need this. Like maybe this is the one thing that's missing from my life. I'm still not accepting that friend request. Right. Uh, you're, you know, it's, it's true. It's so true. It's so true. Yeah. No. And we don't want that. You know, yeah. I mean, we, you know, we, no, no. And, and, you know, I have some of my best friends are dental consultants, <laughs> but, but you're right. I mean, we, you know, we want to share with people that, um, you know, I mean, heck, I have something to sell, right? <laughs> but, um, yeah, but, but, but you're, you know, when you're I'm practicing, I'm practicing though. Exactly. And that's what I was going to say. I'm in the group because, I have the exact same issues, you know, that everyone else yeah. has. You know, I have patients yeah. that need to be dismissed. I have patients that, um, you know, um, refer others. I have uh, patients that could refer more. I have patients that leave reviews. I, you know, I have employees that need to be dismissed. <laughs> you know, it, totally. like I have the same experience. I, I think I'm glad you mentioned it. You know why? Because in June... I'm putting together a speaker's workshop for the group. And um, so basically, you just identified a big kind of, not an issue, but a, a identified that there are not a lot a of speakers. There's, yes, there's a, there's a gaping hole, and there's an opportunity to, to fill it. And there are so many women that want to do it, but lack the self-confidence. They don't even know where to start. So, um, and not only that, but a lot of these meetings, it's all about who you know. Like, they won't even let you, like, even for me, they won't even let me speak at the Chicago Midwinter. And it's kind of like, uh, like, <laughs> hello? Like, so it, it, it's like, it's about your connections, and it's always like the same old people on the speaker circuit and who you know. Um, and I want to break that feeling. I want to break that because we are just as good as our male counterparts as clinicians. We are just as good as speakers. We're just as entertaining, but we just need to know where to start. So in June, if anyone's listening to our podcast and you want to come, I'm going to open this up to other women. You don't have to be in the group because I feel so strongly that we need to fill this void. And we're going to be um, doing, I'm getting like a hair, hair and makeup and photographer. We'll be taking headshots. Um, my assistant, Madison Eden, will be here to help facilitate your CV and speakers packet. So it's like you have to put all your information down on your computer 
and then we'll help to like organize it and make it look pretty. Um, we're going to have speakers come in the morning. Uh, Janine McLaughlin from the ADA, who's the senior communications uh, representative, is coming. And uh, Dr. Elizabeth Fleming from Arizona, she actually has her own Speakers Bureau network. Um, she'll be coming. Um, Dr. Lisa Lynn Knowles is also in the group. She's on the speaker circuit already as a general dentist. So she's going, to, I think, we'll be straining her in. And then I have a friend, Deirdre Breckenridge. She is an author and professor and also owns her own PR firm in New York. Her clients are LinkedIn and NASDAQ. She grooms CEOs, like C-suites of top corporations, like Fortune 500 companies, um, and preps them for television and speaking um, gigs. So she's going to be streamed in. And we're going to have a workshop on how, and we're going to present to each other and practice like in front of each other and critique each other. So um, I, I know it's, this. It's, a, it's a small niche of women. I mean, because, because it's such a small, you know, not every woman wants to be a speaker. I get it. Um, but it's going to be a small group to start. But I, I really, really want to emphasize that we, if we need to catapult each other and in, in women into the speakers network, we have to start somewhere. Anyone who is interested in, um, you know, potentially speaking or even just exploring the possibility of, of speaking, I think everyone should attend. I know for me personally, when I, I was just starting out and, you know, I never thought like, oh, I'd like to speak one day. It's not how it happened. How it happened is someone asked me to speak. And then I had to figure out how to do it. And it, and it starts silly. They're like, okay, well, give, give us your uh, speaker's bio. Yeah. <laughs> like, speaker's bio? Okay, right. well, I'm a, a dentist. I'm a mom. And um, <laughs> I've never done this before. <laughs> like, what else should I put there? <laughs> and I yeah. love spending time with my dog, Axel. <laughs> and I remember, even with you, like, you yeah, you know, you asked me for, for, for the bio, and um, I think you emailed me, and you said, okay, can you give me a longer bio? <laughs> because, and, and again, it's like, it's not, it's not like I have no accomplishments to share. You know, we, I don't think of this as, like, the stuff that I would, you know, put on my speaker's bio or, you know, um, and just, you know, I think being female, you kind of try to almost downplay your accomplishments sometimes. So I think that's going to be really useful. Whether or not you are um, definitely interested in speaking or you just think that might be something that um, you'd like to be able to do some someday, I definitely think that's a great event uh, to attend. And we're going to make sure that our listeners can uh, find the links easily in the show notes. It was definitely fun. We should do this again. I can't wait to see you soon. And um, I Thank you so much for everything that you do. I mean, somewhere between the, the, you know, the group and the membership and the, and the books and, and just, you know, creating this amazing community and, and helping us create friendships and relationships and, and all this, you know, information and resources. You do so much. And I am so, so proud to be a friend and, and be a part of, um, everything that you've created. So thank you. Thank you for everything. Thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you for being my friend. You're welcome. And thank you Absolutely. for sharing with the rest of well, us. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon. You bet.
Bye. Thank you for listening to Behind the Smiles. This podcast episode was brought to you by Yappy. Not only does Yappy automate the busy work, it lets you get back to focusing on what's most important, your patience. So take a complimentary demo today at yappyapp.com.